What is your prayer life looking like? How is your prayer life looking like with Jesus in your heart? Are you truly praying and taking action? Are you leading more closer to Jesus? Are you seeking with your whole heart? And are you willing to surrender and lay your life to Christ each and every day as you continually diligently listen to his voice? Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of this new renamed podcast actually it is called the keys to regeneration praise the lord thank you everyone to all that has been tuning into this podcast to those that has been tuning in god bless you i pray that the lord continuously allows his message allows to renew your mind allows to really use you for, use you for his glory in mighty ways god bless you for your dedication to also listen to this podcast i really pray that this has been touching you and you've been actually using and utilizing your gifts to share more for the people and for the kingdom of God. Praise God. So what does truly means having uh, the keys to regeneration? Why did I actually um, renamed this podcast from Hearing God's Word with Chelsea podcast? I know we've been going deeper in a lot about um, just with God's Word. And it's really, really amazing how the Lord is leading this podcast to a newer level, a newer perspective, and a new intimacy and commitment to our relationship with Jesus Christ. Because all that I am is 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 this is like really, really just glorifying the Lord and giving Him, giving up everything that I can and to sacrifice everything that I can just for the Lord to use me and to mold me to the woman that He has created me to be, to be a uh, equipped also for those that have been really really intentional with their walk with the lord so um i really do pray that the lord is really really allowing this to grow you more closer to him and the keys to to regeneration is about being born again it's being cleansed and being purified as it says in titus chapter 3 verse 5 that god saved us through one process with two aspects. So Jesus Christ saved us through one process with two aspects. The first is the washing of regeneration. And the second is the renewing of the Holy Spirit. It says, if there, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, that old things have passed away and behold, all things are brand new. In Christ Jesus, you are brand new. The moment you receive Jesus Christ in, in your heart and confess that he is your Lord, you are saved through your faith. Through our faith, we are saved by his grace, not by our own works, because I didn't really grow up as a Christian and I grew up as a Catholic and the Lord really, really renewed my mind knowing that I can have a personal encounter with Jesus Christ, personal relationship with Jesus Christ, that I can come to the Father through Jesus Christ because Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life that no one comes to the Father except only through Jesus. So this is how we can really grow our, our relationship with Jesus Christ, intimacy by being born again, accepting, and really knowing the truth about walking in faith, walking in, in following Christ. So praise God. I'm really, really excited where the Lord is going to take this podcast and it is all for his glory. And today we're really going to be delving deep about prayer life. Like how is our prayer life looking like? So this is going to be real quick. And I really, I really thank God because he has convicted me today. A lot of like just circumstances about how my prayer life is looking like. And here are the three main points, three main questions that if you are actually a journaling or actually just looking after this, um, this new perspective of actually walking in the prayer life that God wants you to walk into. And here are three main questions. First, is my prayers changing my world or the world? So is my prayers changing my world or the world? 
Second is my prayers from the flesh or from the spirit. We had a verse, one of our uh, verses, I mean, I'm sorry, one of our episode podcast talking about walking in the spirit. Going to Galatians 5 again, the Holy Spirit check. We want to check, are we actually praying from the flesh or from the Holy Spirit? Third is our prayers leading to take action. Is our prayers leading to action? So here are three main questions that we want to write down, really reflect how is our prayer lives looking like? Because the Lord is really convicting me too, like these main questions that he has put in my heart. And I know it's the Holy Spirit that is allowing us to really see and reflect as how is our walk and how is our relationship um, looking like with him. And it starts with prayer. Prayer is our biggest weapon to fight the enemy, to to actually um, defeat Satan and also walk in faith. Throughout the day, I just pray. And, and th- these uh, three main questions really stuck in my heart, how the Lord placed it in my heart that it's about how we reflect as followers of Christ and how we also share as followers of Christ how to truly pray from the Spirit. Are we taking action? Is this just our prayers or prayers for the people, prayers for the kingdom, prayers for for expansion? And so we're going to John chapter 17. Jesus prays for his disciples. You see, Jesus himself knows what it's like to walk in human, (laughs) in human flesh, he is the living he is the son of the living god he is he is god he is our lord and just by him walking also in the flesh in the body he he felt so many so much ways that we we haven't even felt like all the hurt all the persecutions to him he felt that he felt that rejection he felt he felt everything He knows what it's like to walk in this earth. But praise the Lord that through his example, we can actually be renewed. We can actually walk and repent and turn away from our wicked ways so that we can walk like Jesus walked in this earth. So John chapter 17, verse six, Jesus is praying for his disciples. He says, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Verse seven. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me and they have received them and have known surely that I came forth from you. This is Jesus praying for his disciples and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours and all mine are yours and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy 
fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word. Jesus has given us his word. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. See, Jesus confessed that he is not of the world. Verse 15, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Verse 16, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. He is saying this to again, to us again. Verse 17, this is the word, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. We get sanctified by the word of his truth. 18, as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. See, for us, he says, for our sake, he sanctified himself, that we may also be sanctified by the truth. See, God didn't really force us to do certain things, but he showed his love, he showed his example, his wisdom, his strength, his power, through Jesus and how he prayed for his disciples. He prayed for himself first, but he prayed longer with deeper intention for all the believers, for all the disciples, to those that are willing to follow his footsteps, to be an example. He says that I sanctify myself for their sake. He sanctified himself for our sake. He's shown his love, his prayers for our sake. He prayed, he fasted for our sake. He did everything for us to just follow his footsteps and follow his example because he did it. You see how he actually leads through his actions, not just in words, but through his actions. He has shown himself through actions. And he has shown himself to actually representing what it means, truly means to be a son of a living God. Because we're sons and daughters and heirs of the Most High King. Praise God. Wow. So the first question is to pray. Is our prayers changing our world or the world? You, you see how it's so amazing how Jesus is saying that we are not of the world. We are in this world, but we're not of the world. He who is a friend to the world is an enmity against God, upon God. And so us being believers, being not of the world, but we pray for the people, for the souls, for the kingdom of God, just as Jesus prayed for his disciples. But it starts with us. It starts in how we pray and how we sanctify ourselves, just like Jesus did, that he sanctified himself by the word of truth, by the word of God by the word of his actions. See, everything that the Lord is really showing us today is about taking action, sanctifying, renewing, re redirecting our, our prayer lives. Just reflect on that and really ask God, like, how do I pray in spirit and in truth just as you did, Jesus? Because today, the Lord has really convicted me a lot to if my intentions of praying is actually for my sake or for his name's sake. 
See, it says in Psalms that he restores our soul and he leads us to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So he leads us. He guides us into the righteousness that he molds us to be for his name's sake. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. So the second question is, are prayers from the flesh or from the spirit? As it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Here we go again by being sanctified. Start by being sanctified. And you and may your whole spirit, soul and body pre, be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. As it says in 1 Thessalonians, that verse, you see, we are made of a body, of a soul, of a spirit. The body is like the flesh. But it says it also in Ephesians that we may pray without ceasing by the spirit. Praying in the spirit. That is our greatest weapon is to pray in the spirit. Just as Jesus prayed in the spirit. Praise God. Third, lastly, is our prayers, is our prayers leading to take action? See, we need to take action. I remember just reading in Ephesians how Apostle Paul always says to stand, to stand therefore, to be strong, to be strong in in the power of his might, relying on Jesus that he has called us to do greater works. See, we don't just wait on God to do something like a miracle, but we do believe that the Lord uses supernatural ways so that we can continuously walk in his ways, but also it starts in how we live and how we actually walk in faith. See, the word of God says not to sit in faith, but to walk in faith, walk by faith and not by sight to have the robe of righteousness, just as Jesus just marveled, spread the word, casting out demons, rebuking spirits. But he also said to the lame man to rise up and walk. See, taking action, not just in mere words, not just in prayers, but actually living the word, living what God has called you to truly do. And in ministry, I just love how I was really reading the word of God with my brothers and sisters in Christ, how We all have different gifts, all different talents, all different positions, but we're all in the body of Christ, continuously being equipped as Jesus being the head. So it all comes down to our prayer lives. You know, we're not perfect continuously having the devotionals day and and night, but as the Spirit just leads you to pray, intercede for people, pray for that man walking in the street, pray, pray for that woman in the grocery, pray for your mom, Wherever she's at, pray for your family, pray for your loved ones, pray for people that are brokenhearted, pray for the nation, pray for the government. Being an intercessor is a really huge part for the body of Christ. It is a gift. It's a gift of faith, and it's also an anointing directly from the Holy Spirit to be an intercessor and pray for souls, pray, intercede, and cover the body of Christ. There's so much power in prayer and the Lord is really, really, you know, teaching us daily how to continuously walk and pray 
and see from his perspective. Just a short prayer. That we, God doesn't look for so much fancy words to let him answer our prayers. No, he just seeks the heart above all things. He seeks the heart whenever we pray because he already know our needs before we even pray, pray to him. God seeks the obedience. God seeks the heart. So praise God. I really do pray that he continuously allows you to reflect on our day-to-day lives, what truly means to pray without ceasing, what truly means to pray and fast. Prayer and fasting is so powerful and not just fasting, but actually using the word of God to pray, confessing the word of God to pray. And that's, that's one of the main keys in also praying in the spirit is to use the word of God, to confess the word of God in prayers. Because those that call upon him, it says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not even know of. It says in Jeremiah 33, verse 3. And my favorite verse in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, when the Lord was really speaking to me this morning, that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that he works within us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to leave you with a prayer. So this is really all for the glory of God. He's really teaching us daily through these um, just powerful chapters alone and meditating on how Jesus prayed. I believe by faith that he is shifting and positioning our hearts more to lean closer with our walk with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we just exalt your mighty name and we give glory and honor to you. God, unveil our spiritual eyes and ears to hear directly from you, Holy Spirit. Lord, lead us to pray more like you, Jesus. Teach us to pray like you, Jesus. Teach us to hear directly from your Holy Spirit to pray. Allow your word to be established within our hearts and in our minds. God, sanctify us with your truth. I pray for the anointing to be upon every listener. God, let your light, let your anointing, Let your heart be upon their lives, God, so that you may use each one of us, God, to grow closer to you. Father, cover each and every listener with the blood of Jesus. Let your Holy Spirit be upon them, leading them and guiding them to intercede, to pray, to seek you, and to fear you alone, Jesus. Father, we thank you for the strength, the boldness, the confidence in you, Jesus, alone. God, encourage us and minister to us daily in every aspect of our lives to glorify you and honor you, God. God, we worship you. We thank you. We praise you and we love you so much. And let your mighty will be done in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, I pray. And I do always hope that the Lord continuously uplifts you and encourage you through this podcast. I'm really excited for what the Lord has for us through this new name of the podcast, Kisu Regeneration. We all are regenerating hearts and souls and thoughts and in the intents of the heart through God's word. God bless you and I'll see you to the next podcast in Jesus name.